Welcome to the Taiwanese Diaspora Podcast, where we use personal storytelling to connect people of Taiwanese heritage from all around the world. I am Cynthia, and I'm excited to use this podcast platform as a way to explore what it means to be Taiwanese X. This is episode 24. So staying with our back to school theme, this is a pre-COVID recording with Christian, who talks about playing trumpet in high school. He's part of a very renowned orchestra in Maryland about taking Chinese classes at his American school, so normal school, Monday through Fridays, and the differences between that and going to Sunday Chinese school, so Dolan Shui Xiao. He tells us about his social circles from playing trumpet in band and orchestras, and he'll play a little snippet for us at the very end. 大家好，欢迎收听台湾人网络广播，我是阿秀，用这个平台来跟华侨华裔的台湾人聊他们的生活过程和未来的梦想。这是第二十四集。今天我们跟叶新培聊他在喇叭政治的朋友跟别的高中
Yeah, Six Flags trip. I don't know. It was it was fun. There was a bunch of big rides because after seventh grade, I guess I wanted to try the bigger rides because my brother and my other friends kept calling me like a scaredy cat because I didn't go on any of the big rides. But then when I went on it, I kind of enjoyed them. Did your stomach drop? Uh, a couple times, yeah. But never threw up. And then we had this one chaperone. So before we left, a bunch of us went to the candy store to get candy for the trip back. And she walks in. And she, she yells at all the students there and takes all the candy from the kids and puts them back and tells us to get back on the on the buses, which is kind of sad because I was about to pay for the candy. And she told us to put it back. She didn't want all the hyper kids. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, we were running late, so very rushed and very uh, chaotic. What was the transition from middle school to high school like? Well, first of all, lunch. Because you could walk around the school, you didn't have to just stay in the cafeteria. So at first, uh, when I got into high school, I would sit in the cafeteria with a couple of other friends. But soon we branched out and found some other kids. Eventually we moved to the second floor. It was a pretty good spot. It was by a window, we could see outside. And pretty good Wi-Fi connection. You have Wi-Fi in high school? Yeah. Oh my gosh, this yeah. is so different from my high school days. <laughs> yeah, so, so we, sit, we still sit there today with a couple other friends, and then we play games during lunch and stuff, we talk. What yeah. kind of games? Do you do board games? Oh no, we play uh, mobile games on our phones. <laughs> yeah. What are the cool ones now that you guys all play? It's a really old game, Clash of Clans, and uh, Brawl Stars, they're both Supercell games. I don't know what any of that is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm also on the track team. I do long jump, high jump, and sprints. No distance. I like the, the people on the team. It's like a little family. And like, every day after school, you know, we get to talk and run together, work out. I think that team is pretty close. The spinners and the distance people are all pretty close. We all do like these icebreaker games. We get to know each other more. I think it's pretty nice and sometimes see them around school. Yeah, it's kind of fun. The event that I like to do the most is the jumping jumping events like high jump and long jump. Currently, I think I'm the third best long jumper on the team. And then high jump, there's like three people doing that. So what is the high jump? So basically, you have like a, it's like a horseshoe shape and then you have to run at a certain angle. Because like if you run parallel to the bar and you jump up, you probably land on the bar and not actually over the bar and onto the mat. So is it scary? Because it's pretty high, right? I mean, no, I'm not very good at it. But, like, I've only been able to jump over five feet, which is not Which is that. basically, like, my height. <laughs> yeah, and then the wow. world record is eight feet something, so. But you don't get a stick, right? So you're literally yeah. running and jumping five feet? Yeah, you have to get your hip or waist above five feet. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. That's basically you jumping over me. Not in Chinese, but I can talk about my Chinese class at, at high school. Okay. So since this is different than Seoul and Shenzhen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, me and my brother, we've been we skipped a grade level in uh, sixth grade. So we started in Chinese two, not Chinese one. So when last year in freshman year we were in uh, Chinese four, which is one one level ahead than what we were supposed to. Hold on, can you back up a little bit? So in your school system, you can take like the language offerings. Yeah, there's Chinese, French, Spanish, and I think American Sign Language. Yeah, so we were in a class with people above us. And then, like, in high school, the, we were in Chinese 4 freshman year. And then in 8th grade, we were in Chinese 3, which since our middle school only offered Chinese 1 and 2, uh, me and my brother, we would have to go to high school first in the morning. And then after first period there, we'd go to class. It was kind of fun because we got to be student aides 
and we gotta help teachers do stuff. And sometimes we didn't have any work, so we'd have a free first period. So we could go to like the media center, the computer lab, or the gym. It was like a little group of us. It was like six or seven of us. We were kind of close, but then high school, some of them dropped their languages. So then after freshman year, since there was only five people that wanted to do Chinese 5, counselors didn't really let us do that, so they moved us to AP Chinese. So this year I'm taking AP Chinese. There's a bunch of seniors and juniors. My Chinese isn't very good, so sometimes I get made fun of in class because we share like these sentences that we make because she gives us vocabulary words and we have to make sentences. Like you hear mine and it sounds like a first grader and a high schooler writing an essay because like my Chinese isn't as advanced as theirs. How is it different than going to someone's show? In regular Chinese school, we don't have projects. Well, right now we don't have projects, but the one in high school, we, we've already done three projects. Like in one chapter, we have like 70 vocab. And we have to do like this thing called 311, where you have to write the vocab three times, and then the pinging once, and then the English meaning. So if there's 70 vocab, we have to write the vocab like 200 times. It takes up a lot of time at night when we're doing homework, yeah. So in Zhongwen学校, you, you learn zuing fuhao. Yeah, and then, in, and then in high school, we learn pinging, yeah. And what are some of the projects you guys end up doing? Uh, so our first one was about uh, Chinese, like different like, holidays. And then our second one is Chinese sports. And then the next one that we're doing right now, our third one is which is like two words, two different words and combine it. And then it makes like a new word, new definition like cat, which is the top is a soul. And then the bottom is mu. So when you're looking, you have your hand above your eye and you're looking around. I feel like someone should shout out to you, like a little bit. I think a little bit, yeah. So you do the projects in Chinese? Yeah, we had to do it all in Chinese. And is it like a yanjiang or is it uh, like no, a, it, something? I think we just go up front and we just present it to the class and then she grades it. And then we have like a peer review sheet that we have to fill out for each person. Is it mostly ABCs in Chinese class? Oh, what do you mean by ABCs? ABC, like um, American-born Chinese. Like hua chao hua hua yi. Oh no, some of them, are, a lot of them are fobs. Yeah, and they're really good at Chinese. Wait, then why are they taking Chinese class? I have no idea. <laughs> Messing up your curve. Mm-hmm. Christian, what other stuff do you do outside of school? Besides playing trumpet and track, got it? I do MCYO. It's a out-of-school orchestra. It's called the Maryland Classic Youth Orchestra. And each year there's three different concerts, the fall, winter, spring. Yeah, and then it's about like 100, 100 some people. There's the orchestra, which is like the strings, the violin, viola, bass, cello, and then the brass. There's the tuba, the trombone, the trumpets, and the French horn, and then the, the woodwinds, clarinets, and the bassoons, oboes, and flutes, yeah. Um, the first time I did it was last year. I did not think I was going to make it, honestly. Because you have to audition, right? Yeah, it was kind of scary. There's, you walk in, it's a big room, and and the judges can see you, which is... Really nerve-wracking, because if you mess up, like you can see them like marking stuff down on the sheet. The first time I did the audition, I, I think I kind of screwed up my audition. I screwed up the piece that I was going to play for them. And then the sight reading, they had to clap the tempo for me, because I didn't know the tempo, and I was playing it really, really differently from what they expected. Somehow I still made third chair out of four, which is kind of impressive. And then this year I did it again, and this time... There was four people, and there was a trumpet expert in the room. And last year, he was a sectional coach, so he would come in and help the trumpets. And playing for him, since he was a professional trumpet, 
and he heard how I play. So if I messed up, it'd be really, really bad. And I did, which is kind of bad. <laughs> well, but it's great that now you get extra coaching, right? That's true, yeah. And do you have to do scales and like what's the what is the audition? Um, so campaign? first they asked you for a two octave scale and then a two octave chromatic scale. You have your piece that you prepared for them. You give them the music and then you play it. And then after that, there's these excerpts that you have to print off online, and then you have to play that for them. And then there's sight reading. You have one minute to look over the piece, and then you have to play it. I miss band. What is it like playing in MCYO versus your school orchestra? Yeah. Well, MCYO is much, much better because these people all have to take private lessons to join, which means that their standards are much higher than the ones in band. I feel like the people in MCYO are much more committed and want to major in music um, after high school, but I don't want to do that. What sort of pieces do you get to play? We would play a bunch of classical songs, the composer like Mazorsky, Gershwin. I think some of them are kind of exciting, but a bunch of them that we play right now are kind of boring for the brass section because it's all, because most of the orchestra is um, strings, so they have all the cool parts. Do you play jazz? Uh, no, I want to though. I don't think I ever will. I want to learn though. This is mostly a Taiwanese, Taiwanese American audience. Is there anything else you would like to share? Oh. Um, hmm. A note to the parents or a note to other kids? Don't make your children do stuff that they don't want to do. Because my parents volunteered me and my brother for a lot of stuff. Like going out and like playing for people. But I think that's, I think playing for people is good. Like sometimes they don't even tell us and like we have to perform in like a week. And we only have a week to prepare. Do you guys play duets? Um, we do sometimes, but most of the time it's individual. And like out of school, like Yinjiang stuff, me and my brother have to do that sometimes. Oh, it's just speech contests and stuff. Oh, they get signed up for that? Yeah. Well, speaking of which, what is the topic that you did recently? The one that I always talk about is, um, no, yeah, I talked about trumpet. I have a private lesson teacher named Mr. Herman, very strict, but he's also a really good teacher. He has really high standards, but if you meet them, then you're fine. Every Thursday, me and my brother go, and we have private lessons with him for half an hour. Me first, and then my brother. I think he really, he's, he's really helped me become a better trumpet player, but like right now, I don't know if I want to continue with music or not. I don't know if you'll hear this podcast, but thank you, Mr. Herman, <laughs> for teaching me trumpet. I'm really grateful that we found him and that he taught me and my brother. For kids who want to learn trumpet, what sort of advice would you give them? Mm, oh, trumpet's not a really hard instrument, but um, you, have, you have this thing called embouchure here. You have to have a really good embouchure, to, and you have to practice daily and not complain if you can't play certain things because it comes with practice, and then, then will you be able to play the music, yeah. If you really like trumpet and find yourself a private lesson teacher, that'll really help. And then if you can... Join the school band, and then just to push yourself, you can join all state or all county bands, and then audition for orchestras too, or and then do solo festival because those the judges will tell you your score, and then you can actually see how good you are or not because it's individual. Next time, will you play something for us? Um, maybe, maybe, maybe. Or we should capture it now before you decide you don't want to play later. Oh no, because I have to warm up right now. Oh okay. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe I could play a duet with my brother. Oh, that would be a treat. Maybe. Okay. I don't we'll know. hold that for next time. Okay.
Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and here is a clip of Christian playing a solo of La Vie en Rose. You'll probably recognize this piece. La Vie en Rose is French for Life in Pink. It was a signature song of a French singer named Edith Piaf, and it was from probably the 40s or so. And many artists have performed various versions of this piece. Enjoy. 好，这是叶欣培吹的独奏。他吹的曲子的名字叫《La Vie en Rose》，一首法国歌曲，就是差不多一九四零年代很红的一首歌。然后之后有很多国际歌手表演，保证你有听过。And that's it for today. Please send me a message on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at t w d i a s p o r a, or shoot me an email. It's hello at taiwaneseDiaspora.com. And if you or other people you know have stories that they'd like to share on this podcast, please send them my way as well. Some of you have asked about how to support the show, so if you are inclined, go to Coffee. ko-fi.com/twdiaspora to donate. All right, see you next time.